Welcome to Running Room, an architecture and design history podcast presented by Megan Bryan and Yamur Burhan. We are two PhD researchers in our first year in the Department of Art and Architectural History at Trinity College Dublin, the University of Dublin. This podcast is inspired by Hal Foster's concept of Running Room. We, as historians, are exploring podcasts as our own running room. Welcome everyone to our third episode. This episode is presented by me, Yamur, and we will be investigating collaborative design and where it comes from. I have been interested in collaborative design for a few years and started my PhD focusing on co-design as a methodology for working with children in designing playgrounds. On the previous episode of Running Room podcast, Megan talked about how she saw design as a means of providing solutions and designers being the providers of these solutions. This inspired me for this episode because her perspective is true, but only for the traditional methods of design. What I will be introducing you in this episode is a relatively new methodology of design that changes this focus from the designer providing for the user and introduces the users as participants to the design process, having equal hierarchy with the designers. Collaborative design is a quite recent term and is defined by Elizabeth Sanders and Peter Stappers as referring to the collective creativity of both designers and people not trained in design working together in the design development process. And it is the outcome of the shift from the user-centered design approach, from an expert perspective, to the participatory approach, where users are partners. There are many names to co-design, like co-creation, participatory design, but the initial referral to the need of moving away from a user-centered approach to a user-participated design came from Nigel Cross in 1971. This approach advocates the user involvement and its benefits in developing designs and democratizing the design process. New methods of practicing design are emerging, and co-design seems to be rising among other methods highlighting the importance of the voice of users. The perception of designers being the sole problem solver is changing as design problems become more and more complex. If users have more say in the design, become participants, the designer becoming one of them and observing from within the group, just like ethnographic research, could potentially change the problematic approach of the designer's perspective being imposed on users completely. Additionally, the limits the designer has in that sense could disappear with the added creative and imaginative perspective of participants. The more they are involved in the design process, in code design sense they are involved in every stage of the design process, the less architects and designers predetermine their needs for them. Here I would like to point out that even though the term co-design has been used only recently as a design methodology, the concept itself, with a different name, existed long before the term. 
Participatory design was how techniques that we use now under co-design was referred as. What we know now as participatory design is defined differently after co-design as a term was established. There is a significant difference of co-design from participatory research that is known now, and since both terms have evolved in very different ways, it is important to emphasize this difference. Participatory design is used when the designer designs an object or a system where in the end the users can manipulate the interaction with the object. The possible outcomes of this interaction are usually predefined by the designers, and the extent of the user interaction is limited. On the other hand, what is known as co-design includes the users into every stage of the design development. Therefore, the outcome of the design does not have to be interactive, but the process is. Collaborative design fosters a close relationship between experience and agency and encourages knowledge transformation across different actors within the design process, not just the designers, but the users themselves. Co-design proposes to improve the understanding of user needs, an efficient and collaborative decision-making process, and self-organization and management among users. Ezio Manzini, in his Design When Everybody Designs, states that in a world in rapid and profound transformation, we are all designers. Here all includes us, individuals, but also organizations, businesses, public entities, voluntary associations, cities, regions, and states. Manzini proposes this as a world in which the role of design experts is to feed and support these individual and collective projects, and thus provide space for social changes to happen. With participatory research and collaborative design methods, it is suggested that local and traditional knowledge will merge with academic knowledge and become a transformative, socially just, non-hierarchical analysis that benefits the mutual learning relationship between participants and researchers. Coming to an end of this episode, I would like to remind you that you can follow us on our social media accounts for Instagram at Running Room Podcast, for Twitter at Room Running, or you can email us at runningroompodcast at gmail.com. We very much appreciate feedback and suggestions on which topics to cover. We're looking forward to see you next month. Goodbye.